0: Welcome back, everybody, to baggage in the overhead compartment with your two favorite like voices. <laughs> Claire and Meg. Um, I hope you're having a very lovely Saturday night. I hope you had a great Saturday day. Claire, what's up with you? Um, nothing much. I'm exhausted as per usual even more fatigued than normal. Um, I've been working at Starbucks a lot. I have had midterms. I've had big little. I've had a lot going on. Um, We took a midterm together on Wednesday. Not together. Not not together, but in the same class. In the same class at the same time. Our professor played us so bad. She was going to have the... She sent sent out an email like, oh, it'll be available at 2. And then follow-up email. At 201. At 201, she sends a follow-up email saying, psych. I was so ready because for online school, it's just the anticipation for me. It's like the 10 minutes, 10 or 20 so minutes before an exam goes live. I'm... Off my rocker, just a red. <laughs> off I the wall. started it immediately. But no, I got played by Gail. Yeah, it was. And then I don't know if you're in the like group, me Meg, mm-hmm. but afterwards everyone was like, "That was so brutal." Like, that was so, so brutal. Well, considering that I'm insane and I pre-typed out like three essays. <laughs> yeah, we were very prepared, and by we I mean Meg. And then at the morning of the exam, I literally watched every lecture. <laughs> I literally was sat through two months of class in it one day. It must have been the Grays and side by side Grays or side by side Kardashian. No, nothing. I was literally focused. Isn't that shocking? I can pull it together when the when the time comes. When necessary, Claire Lanthier can pull out all the stops and I can I can ricochet from the least productive human on the planet to a intellectual god in mere seconds. And that is what I did. And I didn't think it was half that bad. I mean, I could say that and then get an F, but who knows. But <laughs> I definitely would left. not have described it as the people in the group me were saying. It People were being very dramatic. And I was like, she t- essentially told us what to expect. Like two short answers on yeah. an Maybe they didn't have our TA because our TA... Basically, gave us the questions. <laughs> Archie whipped us into shape. He alluded to these questions, and we zeroed in. <laughs> yeah, we were grinding, and okay. I made a study guide, and I shared it with Peyton, and she was like, "This is so in depth." And I was like, "You should see my friend Megs. <laughs> Meg killed it with the study guide. I was very um. impressed." it's my fi- lately i'm usually not a study guide person like an in-depth study guide type person but i'm re- recognizing my type a lately you are quite type a and i'm surprised it took us it took you this long to recognize because i've always thought that like of our group you are the type a i'm individual. definitely the most type a of our friend group but i just I would say i'm the most type b <laughs> I would say I'm the least organized I have my life the least together, one could say. I don't think that's true. Um (laughs) maybe not the least, but I definitely am disorganized in every aspect. Disorganized is different from having your life together. Yeah, I guess I do have my life together in some aspects. You're working, you you've been running, you work out, you you have your life a little bit together it's only because i saw this video of this scene from parks and rec and i watched parks and rec so i'm not just saying like i saw this funny scene online <laughs> I was just Fitz, she actually watched parks and rec in case i, I was just worried. reminded so you know the guy on have you seen the show yeah the guy what's his name chris is that his name rob Lowe. I don't know. I don't remember his name, but he's the really like into fitness guy. Yeah. Rob Law's character. Yeah. So he says he's on his bike in this scene and he goes, if I keep my body moving and my mind occupied at all times, I'll keep myself from falling into a bottomless pit of despair. And I was like, wow, that hits. That is the mood for 2021 is Avoiding the bottomless pit of despair when (laughs) remaining constantly busy. I'm slowly, if it's like a bottomless pit, I'm the person hanging on the little twig. (laughs) Hanging on the rope, you have one hand. (laughs) No, not even a rope, I lost the rope. I just just happened to grab a loose twig from the big (laughs) top of the cliff and I'm just hanging there. Really you're hanging on. You're and swinging. let me say I do not have much upper body strength. Yeah, we're close, and I think this week kind of brought it out, which is kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Last few weeks kind of brought it out for me. If we're being completely honest, yeah, it's been it's been brewing in the pot for a little bit, but She's the been- burnout has entered the chat. The stew is fully cooked. My like the educational burnout well just general burnout is hitting but I'm I went on my three-hour walk yesterday I don't know how far we I went we love a long walk we love 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 a long walk so I walked all the way over to Georgetown which is like three-ish miles from my apartment oh. and then I walked around like that campus and then I just walked back home but like went the most roundabout way and I just had no thoughts, not, like, it was just seeing the sun was out, like, it was beautiful, but then I would just see all of these happy people, Uh, and it just hit so hard in the worst way. (laughs) Yeah, been there. Yesterday, oh my god, wait, I kind of had a similar yet opposite experience, because yesterday, I went on this run on this trail, and there were, like, heads on the trail. Like, everyone was out and about. Mm-hmm. And I was running over this bridge, and I saw this woman, like, sitting on the corner of the bridge, like, staring into the, into the water. That's Just me. so clearly distraught. And I was like, yes, I, I love you, and I support you. I know, like one of my favorite places to cry or be sad is like the streets of the city yes but i always wonder like no one notices i don't think like no one actually pays attention to other people because i know i don't um but i wonder if people do notice and especially with the mask on it's especially hard to tell oh god i wonder definitely notice notice when i cry or when they're on, or they're on the phone with someone, do they pass me like, oh my god, I just passed this girl sobbing. (laughs) No, oh my god, so back in October, the worst month of my life, I went on this walk through Capitol Hill on the phone with my mom, literally scream crying, like hysterical sobbing, like having an existential crisis, like One and I was like, Mom, like, what if I never find love? And she goes, Well, Claire, a lot of people don't. (laughs) And then I started literally like dry heaving and all these nannies with the cute little kids were like Uh staring me down. And I was like, I'm really sorry that I'm interrupting the piece on this Saturday morning, but I am having a crisis (laughs) and my mom isn't helping. So the tears are just falling. I was like, sprint walking, like, I was like,
1: Fanatic,
0: Mm -hmm. I I genuinely I made so much progress. Like I was speeding over to Georgetown. I think I hit a new walking record, like time wise. I'm afraid of that. I literally walk so fast, and I just can't walk fast. Like I can't do it. You, my favorite. You will. You're a big phone and walking person. Yes, I am. I just have vivid memories of walking on campus. Like with you, Maddie and Lauren, <laughs> and, and I literally—you are just lagging through. behind on your phone, texting someone or like on Instagram with like. Yeah, I literally will scroll on it because I'm addicted to my phone. I will mm-hmm. genuinely be on that for sure. It's it's a problem. I love to be on my phone on a walk, and I'm trying to not do that as much. Because you got to take in the maybe- sights, girl. The sights of Fairfax, Virginia—the yeah, beautiful I mean. sights, which uh, there are none. I walk the same every time I go for a walk. I walk the same exact loop, mm. and I'm like, "This is painful. Like this yeah, is getting the repetition. Painful. Just painful. The repetition just further adds to the pit of despair. Yes, because everything is the same. It's like, and you sent me a tweet that was like talking about how we're not working from home. Mm-hmm. Like, we like basically how we're trapped at work all the time. Yeah it, it was we're not working from home we're living at work which I thought was yeah. just such an interesting take on it because I never thought of it that way but it's true. Like, and it, I, for me I feel like it's it's compounded by the fact that I have a job outside of mm-hmm. my home but then when I come home I still am at like I'm at work. Yeah you're do- at school. And so I literally get no escape from the crushing weight of capitalism and work and moving forward in this, like, hamster wheel of life. It's like the one time I get to leave my desk where I'm doing work Mm -hmm. is to go to work. And then I come home from work and sit at my desk. Yeah. And then I go to bed and repeat it's so hard to balance. Cause I know I struggled with this last semester. Um, not as much the first, when we went virtual uh, almost a year ago. Um, but. Oh God. Yeah. I just almost had such totally. a hard time since we are working in the same space and I'm sure so many other people are feeling the same way if they're working from home or doing school from home. Um, but I just have such a hard time balancing like leisure, and schoolwork because when I'm just sitting here doing something like on my phone or watching something or trying to read (laughs) for pleasure but uh it's just I have such a hard time I have like this voice in the back of my head like why aren't you doing schoolwork yeah it's just like this weird mind game that's I'm that I'm playing with myself like if you're not doing schoolwork you should be Exactly. Because you're used to doing it all in the same place. Mm-hmm. So then it's hard to have like that one place dedicated to rest, which is why. So I am a huge insomniac and or I used to be now, not really anymore. But um, like the one thing that helped with that is being like, I'm not going to get into my bed until I'm going to bed. And sometimes I fail at that. Like I was in class the other day and like Zoom was on at my desk and I was laying in my bed and I was like, this is not helpful. But I try not to get into my bed until I want to like read or um, go to sleep. And that um, has helped just with like the separation of work and rest, just like the physical sleep. Yeah, but again I also cannot sleep unless I like like I'm a great dane that has to like run myself ragged before I can sleep at night. Like unless I've do- literally been so busy and have worked out and have like done a million things in the day, I can't sleep. So it's yeah, just it's impossible. I usually am not one to just lay in bed. At least here I'm not because I, I do sleep in a bunk bed. And so it's like I can, I can't really, I do have a long body. Um, so I can't really like sit up or like put my back against something so I can like read or um, yeah. like comfortably, unless I'm actually like laying down, obviously that's comfortable. But so I'm usually not in my bed, but I don't even like sit on the couch. I don't. I just sit in the same chair over at my kitchen table for 12 hours a day. And I wish I were kidding. Yeah. It's like literally impossible. And this is what we were talking about in our American studies discussion that was driving us crazy. It's like everyone was talking about this for so long. Yeah. And uh, gladly, I I would love to talk about this, but like the mental impacts and like just any impact about covid but not the day before a midterm yeah we literally spent a 50 third minute class, a third of our review class before our midterm talking about how customers are rude and we all know that i love to talk about rude customers for example i had a man come in the other day wearing a mesh neck gaiter a see-through neck gaiter not a mesh mask not a neck gaiter he found the one way you can combine them and came in a master gator that's something else i'm like i don't even want to serve you like aren't i allowed to refuse service? i was gonna say can you refuse can i just be like no sorry (laughs) go away like turn around what do you do do you ever see well mash mask is practically no mask at all but do do a lot of people come in without masks um no at my store people there's like the people that wear them below their nose mm-hmm. and I'm literally like I truly could not care less I'm like you have to have that over your nose or I'm not serving you good They're like can I finish speaking and I'm like no you can't put it on correctly or they'll pull it down to speak to me I'm like I, I can hear you just fine <laughs> I'm like I- don't worry I, c- I can hear you so Yeah. Like, so annoying and exhausting like I literally have lost my faith in humanity
1: it's because ridiculous. of COVID just like in so masks. many ways
0: <laughs> and I'm wearing two masks I'm wearing two masks mm-hmm. I'm behind a shield like and I'm wearing a, and I'm also wearing a hat which is not related to is it a hat or a visor I always thought it was a visor no it's a full-on baseball hat which is disgusting and I'm like, if I can wear this baseball hat, you can wear a mask. Like, I know they're not the same thing, but a baseball hat to me is so much more annoying than a mask. So well, I'm like, we can pull it together. At least your head can fit in a baseball hat. Well, the Starbucks baseball hats are also like somehow designed to like fit the worst a hat could fit. Like, I don't know who designed these hats. They're just my literal least favorite part of the job. I'll head up to Starbucks and say, please, please fix the way you design your hats. Thank you. not uh, wear them. Like, I don't think people wear hats at Pete's Coffee or like Compass. I, I see like, they definitely don't wear them at Compass. No way. Yeah. It's like, they say it's for food safety, but I'm like, does, do other coffee shops do this? Like, I feel like- I don't know. If I, I don't go into Starbucks often because I don't really like it that much. I would much prefer to get my coffee somewhere else or just make it myself. But yeah, Starbucks. Um, and by so make it disgusting. myself, I just mean just black coffee. I'm not picky. <laughs> um, but I feel like a Galbox, which for those who don't know, it's the Starbucks in the basement of our library You're at the campus, Gelman. Um, my sweet, sweet baby gal baby. Um, but galbucks i feel like i don't remember seeing them wear hats do they i don't know i don't trust anything galbucks does as a representation of the starbucks hey they just renovated and she looks so bougie i know she's beautiful She's so pretty she's i want to work there strictly for fun, like for the memes i just feel like that would be so funny to see so many people I know I want to see like ghosts of my past in the gal box like if you want to serve ghosts of your past I would not. I want to be like hi what can I get for you most like, all the characters all the-, all the characters of our lives like I think that would be so fun. Like, oh my God, knowing their coffee orders, knowing their, like, or tea yeah. or tea, whatever, that would be Like, fine. I can't name names, but imagine, like, doing the mobile order and you see one of their names just printed on the sticker and they order something, like, ludicrous. I and want someone, I want one of the characters that we know to order, like, a chocolate frappuccino. <laughs> like a unicorn, like a unicorn frappuccino with, like, ass stuff added. Like oh I would God. love that. in that. I genuinely think that I'm the type of person that could enjoy working at Galbox, which is saying something. I feel like every all the all the workers in Galbucks always are so kind. They always yeah. seem so happy to be there to be honest. Well, the Sam cannot be sent for the Elliot Starbucks employees. No, I any- never set foot in the Elliott Starbucks. They're so mean. They were and literally they, so mean. Like, I had a Not that I had are, a personal I cup, and I would be like, can I use this? And they would be so aggressive about it. And I was like, I'm I'm sorry. I just want to save an animal right now. Or, save like, an they were just mean. And I, even though we lived so close to the Elliot one, and it was always less crowded. I would trudge to... Trudge. trudge is like three blocks <laughs> it felt like a trudge It's not big well it felt well remember when we had to go there in the like downpour yeah we because we went to the elliot but then they were closed and then we ended up walking over to galbox yeah i love galbox i miss it but the drinks are always horrible so no no i miss the district peets yes
1: I I'm convinced so that if I, could get,
0: if I could get a district pizza latte every day, I wouldn't feel as burned out as I feel. Mm-mm. I think that that's I what want, kept me going.
1: I, I had, want a
0: medium horchata latte with oat milk. Yeah. None of them, yeah. but I will be making a horchata cake. That's, yes, that's the so next one on my radar for sure. I'm very excited for that. I'm making brownies this weekend. Oh, I'm making blondies this weekend. Oh, that's so Plus, yeah. cool. I'm giving them to my children. But that's so exciting. Are they both in D.C.? Yeah, I'm gonna go in, I think, on Sunday and drop off their stuff, but I'm not really sure how to do it. Like, I know for the one, I'm not gonna say their names just in case they're listening. Her roommate is, like, really chill, so I'm gonna text the roommate and, like, mm. give it to her. Yeah. But the other one, I don't know her and I don't know her she doesn't like her roommate, so I really am not sure how I'm gonna do it, but whatever. I'll figure it out. you will figure it out. Is she on campus? I don't think so. But she like I post stuff on her FinCEN. and she doesn't comment. So I'm like, like she'll like it and then just keep scrolling. So I'm already nervous that she doesn't like me even though she doesn't know who I am. I don't think it's cause she doesn't like you. I think she may just be like I don't know. Maybe. Like I'm trying my best to create these memes, but what I—I don't think it's at the expense of your hard work for these funny memes because they are pretty funny. Um, but I'm, tr- I'm trying my genuine hardest. So yeah. if my littles are listening, please comment on the posts I made. You're gonna be the best biggie ever. Don't even yeah. worry. Biggie loves little. Oh, my oh. God. I'm sorry, but that is. Sorry to any sorority people listening, but it, sometimes it makes me want to gouge my eyes out, but it's okay. Honestly, I'm- are re- all re- having re- fun. I'll let you have your fun. Thing I'm most excited for about Big Little Reveal is never having to say the word Biggie again. Like, Ugh. I have said the word Biggie so many times in the last week. It's That's like frightening. All- the fact that you're saying it not, like, ironically- <laughs> Like, what else am I supposed to say? Your mommy, mother, mommy, mommy loves you, mama. Oh my god, I hate it, but I also love it. It's very love hate, as with many aspects of Greek life and my life in general.
1: <laughs> um, that goes
0: to everything. I love to hate it. I love to hate, my love life. to hate it, hate to love it. Yeah, yeah. Um. But going back to burnout, it's also, like, writing papers. It's, like, I can't. Like, there are genuinely no thoughts in my brain. Like, yesterday I had to write this three- to six-page paper, and I was at, like, nearly three pages. It was, like, two pages and a little bit. In my defense, it was on 1.5 space, not two. And I was, like, I physically, there's not one more word in my head I can put on this page. Like, how are people getting six pages? It's, like... Any, any task is just too daunting to even think about. I know. I I had like the same thing. I had to write my, I had a history paper to write and it was like the midterm. And it was only like literally three pages, double space. And I sat down to do it. And I I mean, it ended up fine once I figured out what I was going to write about, but I just was grasping at straws it's like the beginning of an essay and of course it was on the one reading that I did not do so (laughs) obviously of course that's how life works for us you know me I literally try and do all the readings (laughs) but um, I could never literally that that would never be me it was it was a struggle head no thoughts head empty for sure once I started that paper but other than that, like I had four midterms this past week. They're done now. Just have another exam next week. And then I think I'm chilling for a little bit. But um, that was grueling to even think about. It ended up, everything ended up being totally fine. Cause I'm just so dramatic and I just hype everything up in my head. But you also just are genu- genuinely like a hard worker that like, I can't say the same for myself or for many others. <laughs> well, thank like- you so i don't know i personally have no motivation like i literally could fail every class and be like all right next like i <laughs> i can't but do like i can't do it like i simply sit down and i just stare into space it's like horrible but i have my econ midterm on tuesday which i didn't know about until today and i literally probably had a panic attack because i'm that like shows that you care just because econ is so hard, like with other everything else, I can kind of BS my way around it because it's mm-hmm. like writing. I'm good at that. But econ, oh my god, I'm so and I have to make a presentation in French to present to my entire advanced French class. oui, we oui, back at Croissant. <sighs> yeah. Me, that's where my French ends. I tried to do Duolingo, as you know. Um, that failed miserably. <laughs> Well, I have been learning French for maybe seven, not even more than that, since the eighth grade. I'm that much. That's not like, like, I feel like everyone I know, not everyone I know, that is such a lie, but so many people in my classes, especially my well, this makes sense, my modern European, women's modern European history class, all of them said oh i've been speaking french for like seven years now like you all of them had some language under their belt i'm like i couldn't even do spanish for three years like how pathetic is that it is literally because we're in the elliott school Meg. like this is required like mandatory held at gunpoint well other than would that tell you still be- had French for so long that's just my own education just not having a language until sophomore year of high school Well, for my high school, we had to take three years of a language. Mm -hmm. And I took – and in eighth grade, I could take, like, a dual enrollment, essentially, but for middle and high school. So I did did that, and then I skipped French 4 and took AP, and then I did French independent study, where I read – I was such a try-hard in French, and now I'm like, I can't do it. I read these – I did two projects. First, I read these French novels and like wrote about them. And then for my other one, I literally, this was Elliot thing I've ever done. I learned about the French, the governmental systems of French speaking countries and made a PowerPoint presentation and presented it. Okay. Yeah. It was a fun time, but like, I still don't, I can't speak French. Like I can't do it. So I'm very stressed about, presenting on French history I'm in a class right now that's like we learn French by learning French history and it's like mm-hmm. I'm so done like, I mean I guess it's interesting <laughs> no I am so done with my friend with French classes like I you're aren't you done this semester I have one more after this you have one more yes I <laughs> it never ends <laughs> It never ends. I'm that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because no. I literally failed the pri- the placement test before college. So I had to start like not in the oh. beginning. I didn't start at the beginning, but I started like one up from the beginning. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I've been taking French for five years and I tested into French too. Happens. It truly happens. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. No, I would. the thought of a language course in, like, college really freaks me out. I don't know why I, that is such a scary thought to me. I kind of have a love-hate with it, as I do with everything. The French department at U W is, like, awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you really can't go wrong. The professors are really nice. Um, and, like, they teach it really, really well. It's also just like so much work. Yeah. It's like all I do is French, I feel like. Because that's the one class where you can't BS it. Like, yeah. you have stuff to turn in every day. Mm-hmm. And especially online, like, doing a foreign language online is like so difficult because how, the speaking component is like so much less. Yeah. Than it was when we were in person because like you're put in breakout rooms to talk but no one like talks in French and and everything and you just have like word reference and google translate pulled up so it's like it's just very difficult yeah it's just you're not actually learning and that's like the worst thing about online school because I'm a person who I like school typically like I know I complain about it a lot I it puts me through the ringer, but I like the idea of knowledge and having it and being online just limits that so much. I'm not retaining a thing. Yeah, same. And, and I, I used to like really enjoy, like, same with you. Like, I like learning new stuff. And that's why I keep saying, like, I get mad thinking about it because when I'm doing something for Zoom class, I'm like, I know that I would enjoy this if I like put mm-hmm. in the time and the effort and like I was in an environment that made me want to learn but it's like all A just the format and B everything that's going on right now it's like am I I'm like me learning about the history of pop music like is not important compared to what is going on in the world if that makes sense no and yeah, that's the comparison that's another layer like I'm like Literally 500,000 people in the U.S. are dead of this sickness and like people can't pay the rent and all this stuff is going on and we're expected to just like open up our laptops and join Zoom and be ready to participate. And kind of building off that, because you said, just like you saying, open up your laptops, it's time to participate. That just brought attention to me because we mentioned earlier but our phone addiction. Like I'm really trying to limit my phone usage or just usage with technology. And like, it's just so hard because the first thing I do every morning is open up my laptop. Like first thing I do, like, no matter what I say, I can not look at my phone for like, I can plan to not look at my phone for like the first hour of the morning or something like that. And it doesn't make a difference because I'm still staring at my computer. Yeah, even if you're not on your phone, you're genuinely always, like, less than a f- six inches away from a screen. Mm-hmm. And it's, my eyes hurt, like, literally hurt at the end of the day. It's that weird. I, I get this feeling, like, I blink. And, like, my eyes are so dry that they sting when I blink. And it also is just so easy to then, to like, get away because i'm such a routine person as i yeah, said I well. really busy all the time so like before covid last year i was like the type to like go somewhere else to do my work and go for a walk and then go get lunch and then go do all this stuff so like i had some sense of structure to my life and now that there's no sense of structure it's super easy to like fall into a trap where you're just staring at your computer and you're that not taking care of yourself And you're in the pit of despair, so I really have to force myself, like, with much more force than it normally would to, like, Mm -hmm. do stuff that I know is good for myself. Even, like, washing my face, like, it takes more effort. Like, everything, it takes more effort to just take care of myself, which is sad but true. I'm trying to get into podcasts more because, as you know, and probably most of our listeners, if we're being completely honest, know that I'm an absolute fiend for music. Um, like Spotify, I don't like silence. I need to listen to music at all times. Which honestly, I've thought about. Like, what if I just went cold turkey with music? That I don't think that would bode well for but why, me. Why? Why even would you? Also, like, why would like, I? It's just because why do we take take things away that give us some joy in this hellscape? Oh, I just read like an article yesterday about that actually. Um, he was talking about Lent, but just, like, the idea of removing something from your life and, like, giving up something that genuinely brings you joy. It's, like, supposed to teach you, like, restraint. Yeah. I mean, I should have known that from my upbringing, but... (laughs) um, (laughs) It's supposed to, like, teach you discipline and strength and, like, I guess, like, resilience by... Not resilience. It's too bold to say. (laughs) I'm being resilient resilient by by not getting to But... It just, like, teaches you self-control, which is something yeah. I do not have. But I think if I gave up music, it would do more worse. That it would be more harm than good. Just absolutely not. I'm pu- I'm telling you now, do not do that. I'm not. I'm just going to add podcasts to my life. I-, I like to listen to, like, happy podcasts or, like, psychological, love, psychology podcasts. I love podcasts. I listen to the Emma Chamberlain one, which, obviously, we talked about that. it. i my obsession with her is like genuinely concerning um but i also really like this one called um what the f is c moss and it's these two like wellness these girls that like had eating disorders and then got into wellness and like intuitive eating and taking care of themselves and like politics and all that. that's awesome basically everything about me me everything about you Basically, me in New York, and they just talk about wellness and exercise and, like, food, and it's Mm -hmm. pretty interesting. Um, I just love, like, basically, people our age talking into the void. Like, that's my substitute for social interaction. That's the type of podcast I listen to. Yeah, it's, like, listening in on their conversation, talking about podcasts on our little talk show. But yeah, for me, like, I – because I – don't like silence I just have music on in the background at all times but like I can't do that with a podcast like I have to focus so I listen to it when I'm like on a walk but like other yeah. than that I don't have much time like I just do can't. it when you're like getting ready in the morning yeah that's what I've been trying to do I've been trying to substitute podcast music that's what I did today I was listening to um Arthur Brooks who Honor actually sent me his one article about um he, he's like a he literally teaches happiness at Harvard. Like what more could I want? Um, but uh, he has sign like, me up for that class. Podcast. What? Saying, sign me up for that class, please. Literally, sign me up. Please let me take a class at Harvard with Arthur C. Brooks on happiness. Yeah, I love podcasts and that is a good way to like have a routine. I don't know. I just if I don't follow my routine, I literally just fall into the pit of despair. And I clean my room today. I am so such a mess. Genuinely, it's like ridiculous. Thursday is my cleaning day. I clean the kitchen, I sweep the floor, I vacuum, I clean the table.
1: Yeah, I have to do it.
0: Cause I just am like I don't have time to put this stuff away. And I just dump everything on my floor. And then I get so depressed and upset looking at the mess, so I cleaned it up today. Um, yeah, it's like for me, I used I'm usually a person who's just like throwing it and I'll deal with it later, but um, now I'm not as much, um, which is interesting. It's like COVID made me neater. <laughs> Probably not I'm in my space me. all the time, because usually I'm not in my space. Like last year, year. Last when we were freshmen, I was barely in my own dorm room. Most of the time I was in the library, but. Yeah, I was never, ever. I didn't have to like look at my mess all the time, but now that I have to look at my mess, it like forces me to be like, ooh, maybe I should clean this up. Yeah, I need that in my life. I was a lot cleaner in the dorm. It's just my parents' house. Like, I think if I was in my own place, I would be cleaner because I was a lot cleaner in the dorm.
1: It just keeps I also
0: stability, for me at least, yeah. I also was never in my dorm too. But <laughs> none of my stud were in my dorm. always in eight twenty one. Yeah, the floor we lived on. I was simply never in eight twenty three. Eight twenty three was not. In I think I could count now. the amount of times I was in your room on the palm of my hand. And they were you guys were sweet mates. <laughs> Well, we, towards the end, you would come to my room, I feel like, pretty frequently. Oh, yeah, I did, I did, we did have our snuggle sessions. Towards the end. Towards the end, just watching. This time last, this time last year, we were really living it up in my room, and <laughs> my roommate would be sitting there, like, uncomfortable, and going would be like, Sorry. What did you, what did you call it for a semester? Um, you, had, you had a name for it. The isolation chamber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, it, and I started to love it because... Um, After you put up pictures. The sweetmates mate's room was like the f- fun room where everyone would hang out. And I could just be like, okay, bye. Because no one would want to come in my room. So I could just go it's in my... Freezing in there. I could go into my freezing cold, like, lack of warmth, like... F- like, mental warmth and, like, temperature warmth room and just be in isolation which I was basically quarantining before it was cool every time I went into the (laughs) association chamber at the George Washington University. Quarantining Um, before it was cool. You heard it here first. You heard it here. Oh my gosh. No, just what I would give, honestly, to be sitting in that room, the three of us, four of us, sorry, that was my bad, (laughs) four of us, like what should I get for dinner? I'm so excited for dorm life again, which I know is contro- a controversial take. I don't think I have to like, go back to a dorm. I'm very I miss proximity. I miss close proximity. Yeah, I'm like excited to like have people on my floor and just I don't know who I'm gonna live with. I haven't thought that far ahead, but I'm <laughs> I'm just excited to experience that again. Yeah, understandable. Um, but I do have stress nightmares about signing up for housing. That's like one of the, nightmares <gasps> in the rotation. What are they, they going to make us be in dorms again? Cause I know GW used to have the policy where it's like three years in a dorm. Yeah, I think so. Are they going to, are we going to be in dorms for the rest of our college careers? Oh no, I don't think we're going to have to as seniors. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> I will refuse. I'll say, can we get married so that we can do sign up, fill out that paper? Yeah. Because there certain restrictions. Or you can get pregnant, and then I can just mooch off that. Well, perfect. Sign me perfect. up. No, I mean, I want to live in a dorm next year because I want to have, like, one year of college. It's, like, mm-hmm. normal. Understandable, except I hope to go abroad next year, so... I've given up on that dream. <laughs> I refuse to give up on said dream. It's been the only motivating thing in my life since my oldest brother went to Italy. It's all I've thought about is going abroad in college. Yeah, that was why I had signed up for this major from hell, so I could go abroad twice, but I don't think I'm going to at all.
1: Good.
0: So. Hold that hope. Hold that hope. Summer. One of the summers, maybe. Next spring, Maybe. Yeah, that's an But I also just again refuse to get my hopes up about it because I'm just would be thrilled at this point to live on foggy bottom mm-hmm. and experience college life. I miss the Whole Foods mac and cheese.
1: I, I just, do not
0: miss Whole Foods food. I can't relate to that at all. I just liked the mac and cheese even though it made me so ill. I'm just happy with any mac and cheese if I'm being completely honest. I think that the worst part of college was every time I'd be like, let's get Whole Foods for dinner. Let's meaning me and myself and whoever I was with, because it was always so disappointing and horrible. Yeah, but I'm glad that the Whole Foods buffet will probably not be in my future. Nothing for me will ever beat BTS. Rest in peace yeah, may she rest in peace. Is I wanted that- to try the coffee milkshake. <laughs> oh, it's good. How have you never had that? I, I got, got that a- like every time. I didn't like coffee that much until like second semester. Oh, true. Well, it's good. I got it in July. The last time I ever ate that. Oh my God, it's so good. I miss it there. I miss those booths, squeezing into the booths. Yeah. This has just turned into a sad reminiscent podcast. I know. Moral of the story is we're sad. About <laughs> <laughs> Moral. Moral of the story is morale is so low right now and yeah. I need to drag myself up from the pit of despair. Mhm. I'm gonna I'm still currently holding on to that that root of a tree. Hopefully I can like gather the energy to climb up. Do the safe cliff. That's what we're working on. And it starts with my Pinterest board of inspirational cute quotes and little comics on social media. You do love that. I love inspirational quotes on Pinterest. I love them. And I used to hate like inspirational quotes, but now I just think they are so comforting and cute. I'm not a huge inspirational quote gal, but I do enjoy like graphic design like inspirational yeah like they're not deep like big like deep ones it's not like a girl boss moment not a girl boss like (laughs) waking up flawless or like one of those that's like so deep and long it's literally just Just a rupee rupee power um poems (laughs) My current one, I change a, I have an inspirational quote on my background and I change it every week. It's one of my things to hopefully not make me sad anymore. <laughs> We're literally doing anything we can. Literally anything. <laughs> and so this one says, I told you already, but it says, be kind to yourself and share it with the world. Cause I'm uh-huh. working on not being mean. <laughs> It's a good goal. I'm working on being, not that I'm, I don't think I'm mean, but just no, generally being kinder. I can't do that. Claire. I, I'm as kind as I can ever get, if I'm being honest. I, People think I'm a nice person. Like, all my coworkers love me. Like, I think you have, if you think this is, I mean, you are kind. I'm not saying you're not kind, but. There's always, everyone can always be a little kinder, I think. Well, I think I'm going to just stay where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> I'm very content with myself, if I'm being honest. I well, don't that's good. That's really good. The, the, what you see is what you get. I have been working on being nicer to men because I have commitment issues, which um, manifest themselves in me being a jerk um, to men who are interested in me um it's not really going too well but that is a like long-term goal of mine it's a goal you've you've put it out into the universe i have put it out there and part of that is just recognizing my own boundaries so Mm -hmm. i'm doing a better job at that but i don't know i just like i can't i can't be that like fake night like that super nice person like it's just for me, it's just. Well, simple. no one's asking you to be. I simply cannot do it. You are beautiful at it. I can't. It's just I don't like the thought of being mean to someone, to their face. I don't even think I'm ever. I'm sometimes mean to people's faces, only when they're just exhaustingly rude and annoying. It's like in a retaliation sense. <laughs> I feel like this is really painting us in the worst light. <laughs> yeah. I swear I'm a nice person. People say I'm a nice person. Like, we no. are nice people. People are like Claire and Meg or some big old bullies. Like, I don't <laughs> think anyone thinks that. We tear like, everyone down. Like, I really don't think anyone considers me to be mean. I mean, maybe they do, and I need a rude awakening, but um, customers at work say I'm friendly, so. Hey, that's a win. I have good customer connection scores, which is genuinely all I could ask for because that is all we're judged on. How they get these scores, I don't know. People the Yelp reviews. Our Yelp reviews are so bad. People are literally like, this is the worst Starbucks I've ever been to. I'm like, yes. Yay. Um, but Yeah. I don't know I like I like make I like gifts I like with my Valentine's Day thing I feel like that was an example of me being a nice person that whole situation I yeah, can't no, go into was more fine. details but that was me being nice yeah. I trudged two miles in the sleet mm-hmm. to gift someone a gift and that was kindness I would have loved to receive that gift I love Dove chocolate I kind of went off. I I got her some nice stuff. You did. You, you did your best. I went above and beyond. I went above what I thought I would do. <laughs> forever surprising yourself. I know. I've been surprising myself with the Greek life stuff. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Once go, face you face, never go back. Yeah. True. Once you once I tap into that part of myself. <laughs> There is some deep part in Claire Lanthier's brain, deep in, in the mind, that the that is- biggest sorority girl that you have ever seen, and she is slowly but surely crawl- crawling her way out. And it starts with Claire painting the most bougie canvases for her littles.
1: Too. I
0: really, I grinded. I just made one that says "Your Big Loves You A Latte," and I painted this coffee cup on it I didn't say your biggie <laughs> your biggie um, loves you a latte but I've been told that like my finstas are like the best Someone hey. was like you're like killing it and I'm like
1: that's so good
0: Yeah. that's like a thing where it's like we're all going through the worst situation and the freshmen are especially mm-hmm. and this is where I'm like I'm such a nice person because um someone in this the girl who made the matches was like some people were like upset about the matches they got and said like they weren't gonna try like people were being like brats about it basically That's just rude we're already having such a hard time might as well i know and i'm like and i said to myself i'm like regardless of these girls and i become like good friends like this is a two-week period where you because i remember it was so fun and i was so happy that i was like getting all these presents i'm like this is, like, two weeks where you have an opportunity to make someone who, especially if it's someone who doesn't have any friends in the sorority, like, really feel, like, happy and feel like they're, like, appreciated. And it them because, I mean, joining a sorority or just a big group of people like that, especially when you're online. Intimidating. That, it's so intimidating. And it you don't have a fair shot in actually enjoying it. And it's hard to do any activity online. so. Mm-hmm. And so the fact know. that these girls went through online rush, like. I know. Oh, I'm like, you deserve a, a medal for that one, genuinely. Really? Uh, so I'm happy that you are enjoying it. And I think the people who are just being sore sports just because they got someone that they weren't happy with, like they don't know the person. You have to give them a shot at least. Yeah. And by giving them a shot, that begins with actually actively trying to enjoy it and I know person a good time yeah and again even if after these two weeks you never speak again like it's two weeks and they're all comparing it with each other too it's like so imagine how you'd feel if like everyone else got like this awesome basket of gifts and you like gotten like something the person clearly didn't care about
1: or even worse
0: like if your twin got something that's like the person put a lot of work into and you didn't get anything. It's like, I don't know. And just trying to revert back to our original topic. It's like, these girls are probably feeling more burned out than we are because they literally didn't even get to have their graduation or anything. Like, and they're now like sophomores in college who have never, or they're about to be sophomores in college. Like they're almost done with their freshman year and have never had like the college experience. Yeah, it's just, in these cases, people have to consider, it's like all we do is, I feel like, compare our struggles and our lives to other people's struggles and lives. And exactly. it's just at this point, you have to just try and, if you going out, buying chocolate, painting a little canvas that objectively does not have to take you that long, um, makes someone's day and makes them smile and makes them feel accepted in this community that they've just joined and they haven't had a fair shot at actually being part of it then why does it matter if it makes that other exactly party? that's how I'm being a nice person this week that is how Claire is being a nice person this week um yeah it does it's not that hard to just like make someone feel good about themselves mm-hmm. that's why I compliment everyone I literally you, you know, love a compliment. I right. love complimenting people. That's why I'm content with myself. Like I think I gas everyone up that I meet, like genuinely everyone, like to a fault. I'm like you're you look amazing to complete strangers all the time you at know. work. You love it when someone like comes up to you or like in passing is like I love that outfit or your shoes are awesome. Exactly. Here's a lesson to all of our listeners: if you think that someone looks good not in a creepy way but no, tell them. like
1: i love crazy. that jacket
0: like no one's gonna take offense and if they take offense and they're weird and lame so just ignore it but like at work if someone a customer has like cute nails I'm always like i love your nails like mm-hmm. etc again two seconds of your day to lift someone else up in these trying times exactly and that's a lovely way to end it we have like, a minute or two left but just these last thoughts be kind whenever you can try and Mm -hmm. I'm really actively trying to find the good in every day and be kind to yourself because Mm -hmm. like again if you fail an exam give yourself grace because again literally you're sitting staring at your laptop all day people are dying like you're it'll be okay Basically, <laughs> and you to myself perfect. and to all of you out there. So, yeah, um, that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening in and continuing continuing to tune in every week. We really really appreciate it. Yeah, um, we love our our listeners, our fans, our friends. Thank you, <laughs> fans, friends, you beautiful people out there. That's half of them is my siblings and my parents, but. That's yeah, we connect. love Meg's connections. My mine are slim to none. <laughs> okay, well, goodbye, guys. This was a very long-winded goodbye, but be kind and enjoy be the rest safe, of your nights and have a good night. Yeah, see you guys.